Well, some of the crowd are on the pitch. What's going on, guys? This is Gary. Today is Tuesday, the 8th of October, and I'm flying solo. Josh is at his football training as I'm recording this. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope that you've had a chance to check us out on Instagram at Let's Talk Soccer. There's over 25,500 of you who have followed us, and we could not be more grateful. Um, if you haven't yet, please do. And if you have, thank you. And uh, tell your friends about it. Tag some people, and let's try to get to 30,000 before the end of the year. I think that sounds like a nice round number. So let's go ahead and do this today. We're going to talk a little bit about game week eight, because uh, it was an interesting game week. And then I'm going to make some observations or share some observations I've already made. Uh, and then we'll talk a bit about game week nine. We know we have the international break, so we're off for about 12 days from uh, FPL action and Premier League action. And um, next episode, we will get way down into the weeds and the nitty-gritty details for game week nine at the tactical level. But we'll talk kind of high level today. All right, game week eight. The average FPL score was 50 points, which um, it was pretty low on Saturday. I think it was like 18. Uh, a lot of people captained Kane and got burned for that, uh, which actually worked out well for our team. You know, I find myself sometimes, rather than, than cheering on and hoping my players are going to do well, a lot of times I'm hoping other players do really, really bad. So I don't know what that says about me. Um, but I have to figure that out sometime. The average, or sorry, the high was 131 points. And on Saturday, we posted um, the team with the high score for the day, and I'll say it's somewhere around 123 points or something like that. And um, and uh, people were questioning, because this person made something like 14 um, transfers, uh, to, to build the team that he or she did. And, you know, it's for one of a couple of reasons. One is maybe they just want the notoriety and, you know, it's just a little game for them to try to get the high score for even just one day, if not for an entire game week. Um, or it could be that the, uh, the Premier League hands out prizes for high scores each week. And, you know, um, they seem to be focused on these managers are focused on the prizes in the short term versus those of us who are focused on overall score in the long term. So different ways to play the same game. So, um, you know, to each their own, we had 66 points. So 16 points above average. We were happy about that. Um, but what we weren't happy about is that we made some mistakes and some really stupid mistakes. And of course, you know, with FPL, uh, there's thinking, there's rethinking, there's overthinking, and then there's uh, playing the, oh, what could have been mind game. And we did all of the above this weekend. Um, some of the mistakes we made. We transferred out Callum Wilson and brought in Arnautovic, and we know how that turned out. Arnie with one whole point, which was just amazing. Um, we benched Frazier so that Arnie could play. Another big mistake. 
And we started Hennessy over Begovich. And, of course, Bego and the Bournemouth boys um, got themselves a clean sheet and scored a lot of goals, too. Uh, a lot by the, the two other players, the attackers from Bournemouth that I just mentioned. So a lot of points left on the proverbial table. And, um, you know, happy with 66. Green arrows everywhere for us. But, you know, could have been much, much better. All right, so match week eight observations. All right, here we go. Got a, a list of a bunch of them. Matt Doherty is FPL gold or platinum or diamond or whatever you want to say. He's up there almost on an island by himself. Um, he's tied for second with Robertson at 49 points as far as defenders go. And he's tied for fifth among all FPL players. And, of course, that's in total points. His price has risen again, um, as it has been recently, and probably will, I'm guessing, once or maybe even twice before the international break is over uh, because he's really becoming kind of a must-have for your team. <clears throat> um, and he's worth every bit of that 4.7 million pounds. Um, that's, if there's a bargain to be found in FPL, that's the one. All right, next, Benjamin Mendy is back. He's back from injury, and he's back in Pep's good graces, presumably. He looked good. I uh, got a clean sheet with his teammates against Liverpool, <clears throat> and um, we may have to bring him back into our squad. We'll see. Uh, we transferred him out in favor of Trippier, which has paid off well for us for the couple of game weeks that we've done that. But it may be time to get <clears throat> Mendy back in, and I have a feeling we won't be the only ones to do that. <clears throat> and congratulations to those of you that uh, just kept him and watched him waited because you know he was coming back at some point. His teammate Aguero, Aguero, Aguero has trouble away from home. And I'm stating the obvious, but um, it was really, really highlighted uh, by the Liverpool game this weekend. And it's a real concern for managers, as is the limited minutes. Um, but we continue to remain loyal. Uh, we did not captain him this past weekend because Hazard just had two tasty of a matchup ahead of him, and that paid off well. Um, but we will captain Kuhn when Burnley come to the Etihad in game week nine. The Liverpool attack of Salah, Mane, and Firmino looked off. It's been looking off. Uh, they're not finishing, and especially Mo. He is not finishing. You could see that in the, the game against Man City. Um, he could have had probably at least a couple because um, he had a lot of <clears throat> opportunities to do it in, in the shots just weren't going where he wanted. Um, also, it may be time for us to drop Mane from our team, and uh, that's a nice segue to this next player. KDB is back in training. So we're going to observe him, watch a little bit over the international break, see if he plays um, and how he plays. And then we'll probably give him at least one game, um, you know, game week 9, maybe even game week 10, and then bring him in in either week 10 or 11 for our team if he's anywhere close to the KDB that we know and will probably replace Mane. Hazard is the real deal. He's a game changer, guys. Um, last season and previous seasons, he goes through these very, very hot and very, very cold spells. He's been on a hot spell ever since he <clears throat> came back and started playing this season. And he may even be this season's most Salah. Not in the sense that he's new to the league or uh, back to a league that he's been away from for quite a while, <clears throat> but in the sense that 
that this guy seems to be able to do no wrong, and he is consistently week in and week out uh, giving returns to his managers. Also, FPL gold. Bournemouth can score goals. Frazier, Wilson, and King, which sounds like a law firm, um, um, have been very valuable. I mean, the, the value you get for the outputs that they produce is um, is amazing. That ratio is impressive, <clears throat> and uh, we probably should have kept Wilson in our team. Harry Kane is off. Again, I'm stating the obvious. Um, he's not worth his price right now. I don't even think anywhere close to it. Uh, of course, we're happy as managers, um, happy with the managers that captained him this past game week, <clears throat> as we mentioned, but if he were on my team, uh, there's no way I would captain him right now, regardless of the matchup. I just don't know. He's got something going on, something, a mental block or something that's preventing him from being the, the reliable and consistent Harry Kane that we knew last season. And remember, we're only nine weeks into this, or eight weeks into it, actually, eight games into it. So <clears throat> 30 more weeks to go, um, and I'm sure he'll rebound. Lacazette is no slouch. He's more affordable than Alba and at least as dangerous as evidenced this weekend. Um, there'll, there'll be a rotation issue between them, and there has been already a little bit. Laka seems to be the, uh, the starter at the moment, but <clears throat> that could all change with one game and one good or bad performance, depending on who that is. <clears throat> but he's a really good get right now. Allison is a ridiculously good goalkeeper. He showed that against Man City. He's shown that all season. There's a reason why he's a Balloon d'Or finalist. And he's a great get. I think he's probably five and a half million pounds, give or take, um, worth the price. Here's another obvious statement. Mahrez won't be taking penalty kicks anytime soon for Man City. That's no joke. That penalty kick, if you can even call it that, was one of the worst that I've seen in recent times. I could have at least done that. Um, I could sky it into the the fifth or sixth row uh, in the stands behind behind the goal. Um, so you know, put me in Pep. But um, you know, it was unfortunate. Uh, Aguero, if he had stayed down in the first half when he got knocked down in the box, most likely would have been given a penalty. And that would have been nice if he would have converted that, which he normally does. Um, and it's a shame that Pep pulled him out and, say, maybe 10 minutes later or so, um, there's another penalty called or a penalty called in the second half. And certainly he would have converted that. And you could see how upset Jesus was at the moment. And um, when Pep was talking to him after the game, he looked pissed. Um, some tips, <clears throat> and we've said this a bunch of times, we're going to say it again. Some managers are, in our opinion, super, super reactive to a one-week good or bad performance. When you make knee-jerk reactions like that, um, based on one game, uh, you're kind of, you're planning in the past. You're not planning for even the short term, and it's definitely not the long term. You need to be able to look at a pattern. Are they great in home games and batted away or vice versa? Um, if they're not getting clean sheets, if it's a defender, are they you know, constantly getting bonus points? Like what is it about this person other than just, hey, man, he had a really nice goal uh, the other day to get him? It's, it's wasteful, I think, 
of your free transfers. Um, and it, consistency, once you get a, a core team that you're really, really happy with, uh, consistency is important here. Um, and over the break, over this international break, keep an eye on the players that are on your team or on your watch list. See how they're playing. If they're playing, are they playing a lot? And maybe going to come back um, into um, week nine with the potential to get some injuries. Um, you know, you got to keep an eye on those things. And certainly we'll post minutes played and, and player updates and stuff like that as we get into game week nine. Um, and lastly, the 30 finalists for Balloon Door were announced and uh, today, and we figured we'd go through those quickly. Um, and all of this information is on our Instagram account at Let's Talk Soccer. All right, here we go. Uh, Courtois, Ronaldo, De Bruyne, Firmino, Godin, Aguero, Allison, Bale, Benzema, Cavani, Griezmann, Hazard, Isco, Kane, Conte, Loris, Mandzukic, Mane, Marcelo, Mbappe, Messi, Modric, Neymar, Oblak, Pogba, Rakitic, Ramos, Salah, Suarez, and Rafael Varane. So we will not pass judgment on some of those nominations. Not sure. At least one maybe doesn't belong there. Maybe two. Um, but we know it'll come down to most likely a two-man, maybe a three-man show this year. But uh, we did post all of these finalists on our Instagram account. Go on there, make comments about who you think either deserves it or even who you think will win it. Those are not necessarily one and the same. And uh, keep the comments and the DMs, the questions. We love the banter with you guys. We think we've got something really special. Um, to my knowledge, we are one of the biggest, if not maybe the biggest, sort of FPL-focused Instagram account. Um, and while we do focus heavily on FPL, those of you that, that follow us will know, uh, we also focus on real-world Premier League stuff, as well as big events, you know, Champions League, World Cup was really big for us, and we got a lot of activity there, which was awesome with you guys. Um you know, and other big happenings in uh, Europe and just in the world of football altogether. So, um, you know, we like to provide some information, some insights, feedback, have some fun and all that good sort of stuff. So please check us out and give us a follow there. And then, of course, as I mentioned, next week we'll be back for Game Week 9. Lots and lots of tips and insights going into there. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to this. And until next time, on behalf of Josh, this is Gary saying peace. Goodbye.